Welcome to The Scoop, brought to you by Indeed, your weekly dose of internal talent news from here and around the globe. So grab your popcorn and open your mind as I hand you over to our anchors from Tarpod, Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Scoop. I'm Craig. And I'm Lauren. We are your Ron Burgundy and Veronica Corningstone of TA News. Yes, we are. Hey, Lauren, it's getting to that time of year. I've got a story from Shortlist. Australia Post is hiring 3,000 Christmas casuals. Don't they do it every year, buddy? They do, they do. They're hoping to recruit 3,000 seasonal casual roles in the lead-up to Christmas with truckies and forklift drivers top priority. They're also looking for freight handlers and parcel sorters. They're hiring across all states and territories, but the highest demand is in New South Wales, Victoria and Queensland. OzPost notes that many of the organisation's casual roles last year resulted in further opportunities. We've got many members who initially joined us as seasonal casual and are still part of our team many years later. So get on board. If you're sitting on your butt playing your Xbox or your PlayStation, you got nothing to do and you want some coin, well, there it is for you. Absolutely. And as for, like, you uni students out there, here's an opportunity. If anyone knows any uni students looking for a job. Exactly, exactly. Tap them on the shoulder and just get them on the Oz Post career site. Well, I've got one for you from the Fin Review this week. Australia falls outside the top 10 in the global war for talent. Australia is placed 18th out of 64 countries in the global ranking of talent competitiveness that suggests it is lagging from other nations in providing apprenticeships and employee training. So that's what's bringing us down, apparently. So it's the same outcome Australia achieved in 2022, but it's well down on the ninth place it secured because of the training um, angle and aspect of it and the fact that we don't provide enough apprenticeships and trainee um, traineeships. So we have slipped uh, to from 47th out of 64 employee training down to 44. Um, and 44 to 40th, sorry, from 49 on last year for the apprenticeship scheme. So basically we're lacking in that training area. So it may, puts us in all over 18th um, for employee readiness. It's no good, is it? So, so we're, no. we have, are not getting enough people through the funnel in terms of training and apprenticeships. Yeah, pretty much. The low-level jobs, we're not training enough people for them. Uh, and I think that's basically it's where we're falling apart here. So it's all about training, 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 and that's what people are looking for. Yes, they are. They are. Hey, I've got one from Indeed. Apparently, it's still a job seekers market, even as employment is tipped to near 4% by the end of the year. Uh, it's The unemployment rate is likely to trend upwards over the coming months, according to Indeed senior economist Callum Pickering. He is expecting unemployment to come in at around 4% by the end of 2023, um, which is in line with the Reserve Bank's expectations. But he's saying almost every labour market metric we have seen is doing things that we have never seen before and haven't or haven't seen in a long time. We've seen extraordinary employment growth over the past couple of years, amazing job creation, and certainly there's a lot more jobs out there unfilled than there have been before the pandemic began or at any point in Australia's recent economic history, which sort of supports what you're saying. If there's no one coming in, particularly in that training or trades area, of course there's going to be lots of jobs open, isn't it? Absolutely. So I think we need to start looking at, and like we are sort of getting that way, we're hearing about um, t- fee-free TAFE coming out and a few other things. So, look, let's see where we end up with that. And um, I just want to say just um, in terms of 
maybe the market is turning slightly. You and I were at an event last week, Melbourne Rec Meetup, and in the room, um, the question was asked, is anybody hiring for TA roles? And I think eight or nine people put up their hand to say that they were hiring, yeah. which is amazing considering only three or four weeks earlier in Sydney, the same question was asked that they made up and no one put up their hand. <laughs> what have you got up next? Okay. Uh, exceptionally difficult is the quote to find workers if they can't work from home. Another Fin Review mm-hmm. uh, um, article we pulled up here. So the freedom from working from home a few days a week has become a non-negotiable for many white collars workers, despite a recent slowdown in hiring activity. Uh, New South Wales Managing Director of Robert Walters, Andrew Hansen, was interviewed for this article. Uh, He says it's exceptionally difficult to fill a vacancy for an employer if they demand their employees work from the office full time, though he noted that exceptions around hybrid working varied across different industries. A survey conducted by global consultancy Gartner uh, in May found that among nearly 2,000 international candidates who had recently accepted job offers, 59% said they had chosen the role um, in at least part for the greater flexibility where they can work from home. That's going to be an ongoing discussion, isn't it? I just don't know whether we'll ever fall on the right one. And I think that it's going to change. Business to business will have different rules um, and they'll suit different people, won't they? Yeah, look, I'm all for the hybrid work, a couple of days in the office, a couple of days at home. It mm. works for me. And I think I've found my niche for that. But I suppose you're right. Everyone's different. We've got a lot of big businesses who have invested in real estate. So yeah, exactly. are they going to get their worth out on that? And that, that's the thing, isn't it? You've got, you know, your super funds and, and large businesses who own a lot of office-based property. So they've got to try to get people back in as well, don't they? That's exactly right. Hmm. Hey, I've got one from Workable. Worst job ads ever. So the oh, this will be fun. Yeah, I know the crew at Workable put together a list of the worst jobs ever, and I had a hell of a lot to choose from. But I wanted to get a a special one just for you, Lauren. So I found oh. one for a PA to a CEO in California. Unfortunately, they held back on the company. But if you were looking, if you were looking to recruit a PA to CEO, what sort of skills do you think they they might need? Basic office skills and how to use a computer. Yeah, things like, like let's let's just see what they've got in the responsibilities and skills and experience. They need to be hardworking, punctual, fashionable, physically presentable, starting to get a bit funny here. Then she must be attractive. Then able oh, has to, to be a she. Yeah, then able to do modeling, dancing for social media promotions of products, including music videos, concerts and events. Need to be good at sales, good telephone manner, organization skills, willing to do odd jobs like cooking and cleaning and prep work, willing to travel abroad on business trips, um, which is good. But then the one that I love, this is the one that I love, willing to give massages to the boss to help him relax as he does mixed martial arts. They want a sex slave. It doesn't say whether there's happy endings involved, but yeah, you've got to be able to give messages. They want a sex slave. They do. They do. Let me guess. Is this one of those American internships (laughs) where you don't get paid as well? You you get paid in smiles from the boss, probably. But oh my, I love it. I saw an ad on Insta the other day. Yeah. For um this so-called Australian entrepreneur, which I know he is quite successful, but obviously doesn't know our labour laws, is advertising for an intern for the first three months. You get to be mentored by him Ooh, and you don't get paid. Oh, God. It's funny. I'm it's like, crazy, mate, isn't it? Mate, mate, You can't do that in Australia. No. Have you got something else there? Oh, I do. This one, absolutely, absolutely fabulous for me. Good oh, old beautiful. New Zealand. I love it. <laughs> 
cannabis is here. Employees, are, employers are urged to update their drug policies for HR Director New Zealand. I loved this article. The drug Detection Agency in New Zealand is calling on employers to immediately update their policies on medical cannabis following a recent spike in the detection rate in workplace drug screenings. So... The Drug Detection Agency attributed the increase in cannabis use to easier access to the substance after the Medical Cannabis Act took effect in 2020. So every business will eventually need to deal with the substance issues, but having easy access to a high-grade cannabis products will accelerate and amplify these issues. Kiwi companies need to update their drug and alcohol policies immediately, which is extremely true. You've got to keep up with what's going on out there. Last August, um, the ERA, which is basically like our Fair Work Comp, um, ruled that a truck driver who tested non-negative for cannabis, which I think is positive, is a non-negative. Non-negative. (laughs) for cannabis was unjustly dismissed after him his employer's drug and alcohol policy was inconsistent with its collective employment agreement. Mm. So which this is this is a, <laughs> a sticky topic because a lot of these regulations are run by state levels mm. around cannabis and so-called illicit drugs. Now and if you're in a border town, then the things are different too. If you're like on the border of New South Wales, Victoria, yep. but it, and you've got medical cannabis is now legal in most states here for certain things, but the road rules haven't changed. Yeah. So if you've got taken medical or medicinal cannabis and you're driving and you get pulled over for a random drug test, cannabis will show up and you'll get yes. done. Is that right? Apparently so, and I don't. I believe that the Victorian law is different again to the New South Wales law. So if you cross the border, then things are different again. So it's we've got all of these laws around workplace driving, all these certain things that um, need to be updated because this is coming in quick and fast. And to be honest, in the ACT, growing two plants is legal. Mm. The government's already changed it there, but they haven't changed it anywhere else. So we need to uh, start considering these things in the workplace because medical cannabis is legal. It's interesting because not only that, the employment contracts, most of them that have a a drugs and alcohol policy would be pretty stringent on, you know, if they do a a drug test. And when was the last time were they reviewed? Yeah, because particularly, particularly now it's medicinal. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And if I've got a prescription from my doctor, I'm legally allowed to take that. But I wonder then if you get sacked for it because it contravenes a workplace thing that you've signed off on your employment contract. I wonder where you where you stand. It's going to be in court soon, uh, isn't it? You'll go to court I think, soon. I, and I, I think that's what's going to happen with um, what we just read about what happened in New Zealand, that the employer's drug and alcohol policy was not was inconsistent with the collective employment agreement. Mm, interesting. Very, very interesting. interesting. Watch this space because I think there's a lot of changes coming in that because eventually this is going to become a legal product in the, in Australia. Yeah, it already yeah. is in New Zealand. Mm. So what are your workplace laws coming up with, people? I'd be mm. very keen if anyone wants to jump on a potty with this one. Hey, the last one I've got today is from the shortlist, and it's where the most job hopping takes place in Australia. Ooh. So this is a survey that um, was found by going through LinkedIn. It was by resume.io. They went through LinkedIn to find people who were moving from job to job, and it shows that Brisbane and Adelaide are Australia's cities with the highest level of short-term job hoppers, according to this study. Um, it shows that is that they have the highest incidence of workers changing roles within 12 months. Brisbane was first with 
18.6% of all workers. Then Adelaide and Canberra ranked second and third on 18 and 16.7%, then Melbourne and Hobart. Whereas the most loyal employees in the country seem to be, I'll give you one guess. Can you guess who they might be? Melbourne. No, Newcastle, (laughs) Newey, mate, where over 20% of employees stay for more than 10 years in their roles. I guess it helps that there's only two businesses in the whole city, maybe. But um, Well, there you go. How about events? Well, there are a few. We are hitting the event season, people. So I think we might just move to Sydney for a couple of weeks in November, make our lives a bit easier. Well, I'm going to start off and I will go in date order today. So the first one in November I've got coming up is Hiring Success by Smart Recruiters. Their Hiring Success APAC is the first one. They've had it in Europe and in San Fran. It's the 14th of November at the New South Wales Art Gallery. It's a full day of high-level learnings brought to everyone, brought to you by the team over at Smart Recruiters. Uh, It's an invitation only, but you can jump on and put your expression of interest in for this one, and Mm. you make it a Guernsey. I can honestly say well worth going. And we are an official podcast partner, everybody. Yay. So it will be so much fun. It will. Oh, God, I can't bloody wait. Oh, and, no, I think it's going to be fantastic. We've heard about all the hype from the ones from overseas, and now they're finally oh, bringing it to our region. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Awesome. And then the day after that, yeah, it is HR and L&D Tech Fest at the um, Convention Centre in Sydney. So there's three days of serious TAHR L&D that we could be doing here. Not going to be much. We are doing. Not so going to be much recruiting going on that week. That's the 15th and 16th of November. There's over a 1,000 HR and L&D professionals converging in Sydney for the two days, um, filled with networking, discussions, uh, the best the industry's got to offer, lots of new tech to discover that's coming down under. And, again, we are the official podcast partner, everybody. Excellent. What have you got in yours? I have... And this is tomorrow, so you better get your skates on. Brisbane Recruiter Meetup is tomorrow at the Brewdog in the Valley. The way you can register is via their LinkedIn group or if you're already um, a member of the meetup.com, you can search for it via there. But register quickly and get out there because our friends in Brisbane are putting on some great events. Great events. Oh, and Joe Volwin's going to be there from ATC. So get along, everybody. Meet, Yeah, meet the famous Jovo. Yeah, get around it. Get along and meet up. they are. It's going to be a great one. I just love the meetups since they've got them off the ground up there. It's the first one I'm not going to, this one, unfortunately. But, hey, Rizzy, giddy up, my friends. You know how to throw a bloody meetup. <laughs> but on the back of that Joe Volan little message there, ATC 2023, November 22nd and 23rd, Sydney's Lunar Park. There are tickets still available. So the t- we're all coming together. It's aligned strategies, empowered people, impactful outcomes. I need to get along to this because I need to get to Sideshow Alley and I need to re- win another stuffed pepper pig. Harvey <laughs> killed pepper pig this week. We got Needs stuffing. Oh, pepper pig is actually <laughs> bacon bits now. Nothing but bacon bits going on across my lounge room. I tell you now, everyone, pepper pig, uh, gone. Gone. you got to get another one. The last one I've got today is Rubber Band Bounce Ooh. 3, the panel van. It's on October 4th and October 6th, two half days or sort of three-quarter days, Register via the Rubber Band Face Group. Um, again, all local content. Days, mate. It's nine to one. It's a half day. 
It's a half day. That, yeah, well, and get around it because there's local content, very, very interesting stuff, and it's all very topical. And then we've just given you a list of all the fantastic ones at I got game that we are podcast partnering with um, in November in Sydney. We so, just moved to Sydney, I think. We're right? going to move to Sydney. And on that note, this week it's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from me. It's stay classy, Rotorua. Cool. <laughs>